When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. You've probably heard of the Richter scale, the old uh, thing for measuring earthquakes and how much damage they can do. But is there anything to measure the shaking pleasure that you experience or don't experience in the bedroom? There's a new thing after being coined, invented and developed called the G scale. It's an interesting piece of, I don't want to say technology, it's an interesting piece of information that maybe will benefit you in reaching new levels of pleasure. To explain a little bit more about how and why it was developed, how it can benefit you, maybe your other half joins us now is a sex neuroscientist sex therapist author of the book why good sex matters dr nan wise how are you i'm absolutely delighted to be here with you both i'm always interested in talking about anything related to sex um what exactly is this that you have created developed or looked into what we've created is a tool to help women explore their sexual experiences. So we ask them questions about how they like to be stimulated, what's the quality uh, and satisfaction of their orgasm. And they get feedback developed by me based on my research about how they can expand their pleasure zones. So what they can implement to be able to create more sexual pleasure without striving to have an orgasm, because that's like the worst thing you could do. You don't want to strive to a bigger, better orgasm or even an orgasm at all. It's really about understanding how our sexual selves work and learning how to work them better. So this was based on research that I did that mapped the projections from the various genital places for women. And we also did the same thing for men. And what we discovered, which makes sense based on the anatomy, because they're all, all these different regions are served by different nerves, like the, for example, the clitoris versus the internal vagina. Well, the vagina is internal anyway, but anterior wall of the vagina, the cervix, the nipples, which we don't consider often as genitals, but they all wire into the same place in the brain that I've termed, I call it's called the general sensory cortex, but I call it the brain's crotch. And it's actually tucked in right between the two hemispheres. So the more different inputs that you get from the various genitals, the more you get overlapping and bigger activation in this ground zero for our receiving pleasurable sensation. And this actually is true of men too, although the G scale is not designed for men, 
men can expand their pleasure by expanding how many different zones they get activated. And the other piece of it, which I think is the biggest lead story of my dissertation research, is that using your mind to focus on sensations and to imagine pleasurable stimulation can light up your brain like an orgasm. So we want to help women learn how to navigate increasing and expanding the different zones that they're getting stimulation and using their minds to be in the moment, to be receiving the sensations, maybe even fantasizing if they want to, but tuning the mind into the body channel. So this G, this orgasm G scale, which has been developed, I'm having a quick look at it here. I know it's obviously an outline. It starts off at level magnitude one, two, three, four, five, and then G plus, which I imagine is an earth shattering experience you have in the bedroom. But can you explain maybe um, what would be a magnitude one on the orgasm G scale? Well, a magnitude one would be maybe a woman masturbating by just kind of manipulating the the external clitoris and having her mind maybe be distracted. So it's just one zone. It's the inputs from the pedendal nerve. I'm getting a little technical here going into the genital sensory cortex. And if your mind is not actually on the sensations, then you're not going to have probably as fulfilling or enjoyable experience, whether or not you have an orgasm. Orgasms are almost kind of like not the point. It's experiencing the pleasure. So that would be a one. Would you like me to go to the, the top? Oh, please take us through. Yeah. So the highest level would be where a woman is receiving inputs from the clitoris, the vagina, also the G spot, which is not a spot, by the way, it's the clitoral urethral vaginal complex, which is the anterior wall, the belly side wall of the vagina. If you get stimulation there, you're pushing up against the female prostate and the internal clitoris. So then you're getting all those other inputs, plus a bit of nipple stimulation, which goes right to the same place, and a mind that's in the experience. So that all of those inputs, it's really more of kind of expanding the inputs. So like if I, th- I think of it more as kind of going more expanded from just the clitoris and your mind not really being there to all these different delicious sensory inputs from your genitals and your nipples, which are wired that way in both men and women, although not everybody, not men, men don't always experience it as erotic. But it's like learning how to play all the different keys on our instrument. I love this so much. This is really cool. So can you, you know, sometimes when you're having sex, there's certain positions that they just don't, not that they don't feel good, but you're not feeling the same kind of pleasures as you would in other positions. So can you track this? Yes, you can. And what I would say is if women are not really all that keen on whether they know where their G-spot or the CUV is, the curve is a specially designed vibrator that's meant to really hit that note and it does a good job about it. So by just practicing it, and a a neuroscientist, we like to say that neurons, which are the cells that fire together, wire together. And the reason why I think women are more challenged, at least sometimes with finding their way to the orgasm or the, the sexual pleasure, in addition to all the other cultural things 
and, you know, the the stuff that goes along with being a woman is that we're not masturbating or learning how to play our instruments as, shall we say, enthusiastically as men do. So when you use the curve to really like pair that that stimulation and get the body to get used to getting the inputs from that area, it may make it more likely that you'll be aware of that area and that you will be able to position yourself. For example, one of the best positions for getting that nailed, as it were, with sex and and intercourse is when the woman lies on her belly and it's kind of like a flat doggy style. So, yeah. you know, if you, it, it's kind of like really pushes up against the anterior wall, the belly wall of the vagina, the, the wall that faces the belly and presses upon that what's the paraurethral glands, which get all engorged. It's the female version of the prostate and also the legs, the, the, um, Internal clitoris is there too. So it's the CUV, clitoral, urethral, vaginal complex. And oh boy, that's lots of fun. Do women, and I know it might be slightly difficult to measure, but do women experience better orgasms than men? Well, I think I would know a little bit about that as a woman, but I've never been a man who had an orgasm. So it's hard to say. I will say having, you know, we've done pretty much the the uh, biggest uh sort of uh, research into the the orgasm brain. My experience is that women's orgasms are longer in general. Now, also, I've studied women, the brains of, of women who have multiple orgasms. I think women have incredible capacity for sexual potential, and I think men do as well. But I think one of the things that, you know, until we know what's possible as women, and that we realize that even if our it might be a little bit harder for us at first to find our way to orgasms. Guys, they can find it pretty quickly. Usually, you know, the penis is an Audi. It's kind of hard to miss, <laughs> as I like to say. So I think we, you know, as women, I think we have incredible sexual potential. I will tell you, contrary to what you hear, like you think, oh, menopause, it's time for women to sexually retire. The, I had a I had a research participant who donated two orgasms in a row in my lab who was 74 years old. She was fabulous. She had one orgasm by stimulation herself and the other one, her partner had to reach into the scanner. No easy feat. And this woman who actually was never kind of developed sexually until she got a divorce after her kids left, she's bloomed into this amazing sexual creature. So I think it's really important for people in general to know pleasure is not a luxury. It's a necessity for well-balanced emotional brain as I write about in my book, and that the kind of pleasures that I call healthy hedonism are the things that we get that feel good and are good for us. So masturbation can be really good for us. Having sex with people who we have nice connections with can be really good for us. So it's about really using our bodies in a way that promotes healing and well-being. And okay, as you said, guys' organs on the right side, you know, it's kind of easy for them to maybe come. But girls, a lot of my friends would find they don't orgasm. They don't really have regular sex if they're not orgasming. They couldn't be bothered with it. I've never had this problem, but I just don't understand how we differ in that regard. Surely everyone can orgasm. Yes, we're pretty much wired in and we're not the only species that orgasm. Even mice and rats, females have orgasms. But to make a long story short, 
there really has been something called the sexual recession, which was going on before the pandemic, where younger people are having less and less sex and even some older people. And I think it has to do, and it's a big part of why I wrote my book about the inability for people to experience pleasures in and out of the bedroom, because we're hijacked by a certain kind of lifestyle where we're not really in the moment, we're not really connecting with each other. So I think this is part of the plight of what we're seeing in young people who aren't embodied, who aren't exploring connection with themselves and each other. And, you know, we can still get a lot of messages that, you know, it's okay to be sexual, but not too sexual. So, you know, my, my students at college and, you know, we're in the States, it's supposedly, supposedly, it's a lewd prude nation. America is quite the case. But, you know, the girls tell me in my classes, the young ladies about how they get shamed with a body count if they have more than one or two, three lovers where guys are celebrated. Mm-hmm. So we have a big disconnect between kind of blessing female sexuality and kind of seeing it as a wonderful experience for for a fully full development. You mentioned there about obviously the benefits of having a healthy sex life for your for your mental health and your emotional well-being and that it's it's good to have sex with like like-minded people. Were, were you talking about having sex with like where do you stand on polygamy versus um you know being with the one partner for the rest of your life? Do you think trying more from the menu might be beneficial and has monogamy ruined us in ways? Well, that's a great, a great uh, question. I'd like to make this distinction between polygamy and something like polyamory. Polygamy is where there's multiple wives and only and, and one husband. You know, I think everybody's wired different. There's some people who are absolutely happy to be with one partner. Now, in terms of monogamy, I think it's fair to say that we're not lifelong monogamous. People usually date around and have a couple of sexual partners and then partner and may not stay with that partner for life. I think that everybody needs to find what works for them. And I think it's you, you can have a perfectly wonderful life with one partner till death you part, you know, you part or you there are people who do what's called responsible non-monogamy where they're upfront and very clear about communicating with the people that they have intimate relationships with that may include sexuality. So different strokes for different folks. Yeah, because maybe that, like when I think about people that aren't maybe having a lot of sex, it's this whole kind of social norm to get married, to settle down, to buy a house, but maybe not necessarily compatible in the in the long run. Well, you know, I think and one of the things that takes up a lot of my time, I love working with helping people find sort of how to balance what's out of balance in their core emotional systems, where they might be a little bit more anxious, a little bit more depressed that gets in the way of their connecting, you know, with other people and, and having a kind of life that really the relationships, the people need tools. So most of my practice is really about helping people learn, like I write in my book, how to operate their brain minds better and how to partner with other people better. And that really is a whole lot of fun. It's a joy. If, if you've just tuned in, we're chatting to Dr. Nan Wise about the, the G-Scale, which is a new orgasm G-Scale, help to kind of uh, improve your experiences inside the bedroom, especially if you're a, a woman. Um, and before we let you go, because thanks for giving up your time tonight, we appreciate it. We could literally talk about this for, for hours. What one tip would you have for, for you know, maybe this woman listening now would love one small little tip that she could use to apply to her own sex life or to just improve slightly? her orgasms. That's a great, a great idea is to kind of t- 
tune into the body channel more and be kind of attuned to, we have thoughts in our minds, we have emotional weather, and then we have these bodies that we, if we embody and we pay attention to sensations, whether it's when we're having sex or whether we're connecting with other people, we're going to be a lot more present. And that's where the fun is. And if your listeners have any questions or want to book a free 15 minute meeting with me, they can go to my website, askdrnan.com. Doctor spelled that with all the letters. Well, listen, uh, Dr. Nan Wise, an absolute pleasure. Ton of uh, gold and important information there. As you said, askdrnan.com if you want a little bit more information on that. And her book, Why Good Sex Matters, is available from all your usual books places at the moment anyway. But listen, uh, Doctor, thanks a million for popping on F104 tonight. Thanks for having me. This is a whole lot of fun. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.